It is Saturday, August 10th, and this is The Rayleigh. Hey everybody, Adam Giardino with you, and it's time for another episode of The Rayleigh. Scranton Wilkes-Barre yesterday fell to the Gwinnett Stripers. The first time that these two teams squared off this season, would you believe game 117 of the year for the Rail Riders before having played their 13th and final opponent in the International League. It was a pitcher's duel at the start, and the Rail Riders got three strong innings from Jonathan Loisica. Three innings, a hit, no runs, no walks, and four strikeouts. So 48 pitches over three strong innings from Loisica, whose fastball was regularly sitting 97-98. Easily the best we've seen Loisica in a Rail Riders uniform this season. But when he exited, Brody Kerner came in, and Gwinnett piled on some runs. They scored four runs in the top of the fifth inning. They scored a run in the seventh, and the Rail Riders got their lone offense of the night in the bottom of the eighth inning. There were two outs and nobody aboard when Tyro Estrada and Tyler Wade reached back-to-back base runners, set the table for Ryan McBroom. The 1-1 pitch, swing, and a liner sliced out to right center field. This has some green grass. It's high into the air, and it one hops off the wall, stays in play. One run home. Wade gets waved home. He scores. And it's a 5-2 deficit for the Rail Riders here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Two-run double, Ryan McBroom. That made it 5-2, Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. And after a Trey Ambergy single put runners at the corners with two down, Gosuke Coteau came up representing the tying run. And though he struck out, the Rail Riders seemed to be clawing back late, which has been the M.O. for this team this year. But then Gwinnett scored five times in the top of the ninth inning. Five runs on six hits. They made it 10-2 in the top of the ninth inning, and that was the final in a game that was played before just a shade under 8,000 fans at PNC Field Friday night. Brody Kerner again came on in back of Jonathan Loisica, and though it's dubious, it is worth noting that Kerner allowed 16 hits, which is the most allowed in a game by a Scranton-Wilkes-Barre pitcher in the 30-year franchise history. Five and two-thirds, 16 hits, 10 runs, 106 pitches for the right-hander. Before yesterday's game, we had a chance to catch up with a guy who started the year with the Rail Riders, played really well at the outset, but then circled back to AA Trenton, came back here to Scranton Wilkes-Barre, and it's third baseman Mandy Alvarez. He's played such good defense down at third base. The bat has been steady all season long as well, and he was our pregame guest yesterday, catching up with our very own Joe Basile. Mandy, we haven't talked to you since you've come back up from AA Trenton, and obviously you've gone up and down a couple of times now this season. Just how have things been for you overall since coming back up to Scranton? Uh, things have been great. You know, everyone's Everyone's been a great teammate. Everyone's extremely helpful. Coaches, the staff, everyone's just a pleasure to be around. When you you come back up here and, and going down, how tough is that for you to adjust between the two levels? Now the the couple of times that you've been able to, does it, does it get easier each time, or does it still present challenges? It definitely presents its challenges. I think the hardest part is not necessarily the level of competition. Uh, just getting the mindset of having to pack up all your stuff again and head somewhere new and I think that's really just the hardest part is just packing up finding a new place to live dealing with that stress is takes more of a toll on you than the competition itself I feel like have any of your teammates made it kind of easier for you with those transitions going back and forth at least to to see some friendly faces in the clubhouse absolutely uh, I know I could always count on Trey Goske you know they're always taking me in with open arms and helping me out with whatever issues I may have. They're awesome friends and awesome people. 
Is that who you're living with now that you're you're back up here with those guys? Yeah, I'm with Trey Goske, Zayner, and Camarena. That actually sounds like a pretty fun fun house to be in. We're here with Mandy Alvarez, Rail Riders infielder. We know you've got a lot of good power. We see it in batting practice. The other night in the game, you, you hit a ball out into the bullpens in left field. Just for anyone who's maybe though never seen you play or, or doesn't know much about you as a player, how would you describe your style to someone who maybe doesn't know much about Mandy Alvarez? Honestly, just want to be looked at as the ultimate competitor, someone that always just plays hard and uh, respects the game and never takes a pitch playoff, never takes anything off, just somebody that is out there with the ultimate goal to win a baseball game, and that's all that matters. When you were growing up in South Florida, who were some of your baseball heroes? Who did you kind of look up to growing up? My dad. My dad played college baseball. I didn't see him, but baseball, he's my dad has just always been the guy. He's showed me the ropes, always taking me, hit extra, workout extra, whatever the case may be. He's He's always been my hero. Other than that, not really anyone. I just always just looked up to my dad and always tried to emulate his work ethic with everything he does in life outside of the baseball field, just the way he goes about his job, the way he does everything. He's first one at his job, last one to leave. It's his own company, but he always sets the standard high, and that's something that's very admirable. What would it mean for you to, obviously, to make the major leagues and and have him be there to, to be able to see that? I think he'd cry like a baby. It, it mean, <laughs> it would mean the world to me. I mean, he's been through it all with me. He's been through the ups and downs. So everything I do is to glorify him, my family, and my mom. You know, they, everything I do is for them. Here with Mandy Alvarez, Rail Riders infielder. Looking back at the beginning of the season for you, where have you developed most as a player? And what, over these last couple of weeks, are you looking to, to continue to work on and, and refine within your game? One thing I feel like is just really staying level-headed. The highs aren't too high, the lows aren't too lows. I think that's the biggest difference between the guys here and the guys in the major leagues is just the mental awareness, you know, just to consistently put out the same product day in and day out. That's uh, honestly what I think is the biggest thing. One thing, another thing is just figuring out a way to tap into my power on a consistent basis, you know try to consistently stack at bats and hit the ball hard every time I'm able to swing at a pitch. Do you feel that that mental side of things was a place where you struggled earlier in your career? Is it just kind of making sure that you continue to to keep things on a good track? Oh, definitely struggled. It was probably my biggest weakness outside of something I, any limitation that I have on the field, just mentally like being able to accept the fact of 0 for 4 and not carrying that with you the next day you know like not thinking about that 0 for 4 yesterday or being 4 for 4 and trying to ride that wave out the next day but you know that that day's done sun went down the sun rose again you know it's a new day it's regardless of what happened the night the day before today filled with new opportunities how have you been working on that or is there a coach that you've leaned on to to give you advice or, or another veteran in the clubhouse definitely the coaches Jay Bell Phil Plantier they they really keep me level-headed they really do a good job of staying on top of me I call Phil my psychiatrist if anything you know he very much invested in what I do and he just wants to make sure I'm always experiencing joy when the opportunity comes and figuring out how to not look at the negatives and for such a long period of time
Big thanks to Mandy for being our pregame guest. And thanks to you for making the rally part of your day today. We've got first pitch tonight coming up at 6.35 at PNC Field with pregame coverage beginning at 6.05. You can catch all of the action on the Rail Riders Radio Network, the TuneIn Radio app, and on the MILB First Pitch app as well. I'm Adam Giardino. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Giardino, G-I-A-R-D-I-N-O. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you later tonight.